When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome. Episode, I think, 97 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Oh, Luke's so not close here. To 99. Because, yeah, and so close, to, so close to 100. How did we make it so far? Uh, we got to do a 100th special. So, uh, yeah, it's Ty, Luke, no, not Luke, Ty, Martin, Eric, and Nick, our, our CTO, Chief TikTok Officer Nick. He just made that joke. I stole it from him. Uh, Luke isn't here because he said there are too many people. <laughs> um, Basically, today he's talk- too lazy yeah. to, he's to too lazy. Uh, manage multiple audio streams. Is the conclusion. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite producer, Luke, here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. So we, we, have, some, we have some topics this week. Aaron Dell ran a player. We're going to hey, talk. We, we got Ty, a goalie here. Yeah. I just want to say that our sound things are not moving at the bottom. Is this bad? It no, is. I see it. I see it fine. I think it's just for everybody. Thing, Martin. Yeah. It's oh, just it? what you're seeing. Just, just my eh? Yeah. 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 You, I hear you though. When you're recording, I see you. Okay. Um, that's good. So yeah, we're going to talk about how Aaron Dell ran Drake Batherson and how goalies should be free game. Nope. <laughs> At least, and that's why Nick's here to say why they shouldn't be. Talk a little bit about the Flyers and you know who who could have seen this coming. They lost thirteen in a row after losing ten in a row earlier in the season. And uh, then we have a bunch of other smaller yeah. topics: coaching votes for the Jack Adams. We got uh, some trade rumors, and then yeah, we'll go so, from there. Before we get started. Eric wasn't here last week to those, you know, those loyal listeners. You realize Eric wasn't here. His Wi-Fi was cut out because, uh, if, if you don't recall, a, a snowplow drove into it. <laughs> yep. Um, a lot happened last week. Eric, my question to you is, you said your internet would be was out for about 24 hours. Did you still have to work? Yeah. They said, bitch, you can hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> so my issue wasn't that, that it's that... Almost at the end of the workday, I ran out of data. <laughs> so I was going into my like extra because my all my work calls are on Zoom. Yeah, so it's literally like so much. Calls. It's all video calls. So it's so much data. Every single meeting is like 300, 400 megabytes of uh, data. So it was fucking like I, it got like to 4 p.m. and I was done. And I was like, fuck, I can't like I can't. I don't I had like I think like 200 megabytes left. And I still needed to work for another couple hours. So I was like, this is the only internet I have. And then I don't know when I'm going to have internet tomorrow. So I was like, no, I'm not doing the podcast. It's going to be so fucked. I'll get like $40 in data overages and I'm going to want to kill myself. So, yeah. <laughs> Expense that to the city of Markham snowplow operator. <laughs> yeah, <literally>. yeah. <laughs> Except it wasn't the city of Markham guy. It was our personal guy. Which... Oh, even worse. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> expense it to him maybe. But yeah, um, so I, and I shouldn't say kill myself on bell let's talk day but yes that's true yeah we a happy bell let's talk day i think we did another episode on bell let's talk day a couple years ago yeah we did before the pandemic i feel yeah i remember we Uh, had a bell yeah we did and it was like but now also everyone's really against bell let's talk yeah recently because they fired a bunch of people like a week after bell let's talk yeah (laughs) and then fired and then fired uh dan o'toole yeah Yeah. commenting on that yeah, is they fired two hundred people happened. with like thirty minutes notice, and like it was yeah. But what a so now everyone's against so, it. Hashtag Bell is canceled. Um, <laughs> hashtag Rogers. Let's talk. Rogers. I don't let's see. Talk. As, yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't see as many people saw, posting about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw a lot yeah. less this year. Because like literally, less. literally, Someone everyone else needs would to jump put, on it. Yeah, yeah. They would. They would put like 
Bell Let's Talk after every tweet. It wasn't about anything. It was just like you tweeted yeah. that day. You put Bell Let's Talk at the end. Yeah, and then you put on your Instagram stories yeah. like 18 times. and like Send Snapchats. Yeah. Send yeah, exactly. text. But, yeah. but I haven't had anything. Like no. there's literally nothing. So, so I think they've learned their lesson or maybe they haven't. I don't know. So another another point that we needed to make. I don't know if Luke announced it to you guys, but he got a, he got a, a job. Um which means that unfortunately he won't be able to focus on the Talking Hockey podcast page anymore. Shame. Which died about a month ago. Which died like two <laughs> months ago, like three weeks after he made it in the first place. Which Sorry. I knew would happen when when he's first created it. But I wanted to be optimistic and not say that to his face. But that's besides the point. So now that we talked about our last week in in in, in heaven, um, let's talk about hockey. Like how we usually have right. our ten minutes of banter. No. So, so we'll start with Aaron Dell because that's yes. the hot topic and Martin wants to go on a rant, I'm sure. And he's emotional and then Nick's going to tell him I that he's wrong. I don't, I don't have a rant. <laughs> Ty sounded more like he had a rant than me. Okay. Well, okay. Ty had him on fa- fantasy. Or you yeah. both have him in a fantasy. Well, I'm a, I'm a big Drake Bathurst guy. Scout Ty was always a big Drake Bathurst fan. Love seeing a guy, you know, come in late round draft pick and suddenly, you know, score 30 goals. Um, I, I, I do kind of agree with where Ty uh, was coming from in the in the chat because he was say, basically saying, "Hey, if goalies can hit, then that wasn't even a be hit, able to hit them. Like that, yeah, it was like hey, that, that wasn't a hit though. I like, mean, it was, but, but like it's not like a that wasn't a legal hit. <laughs> well, no, clearly not. It was a three game suspension <laughs> he hit. Tried, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyone, I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen the clip, but like he he tried to make it look like accidentally mm-hmm. on purpose sort of thing. Like, Oh, I didn't see him coming, but he like clearly turned his head, stuck his leg out so that Batherson couldn't, you know, press on the four check to the guy who was playing the puck to. I just think that's a, that's a, that's like a Bush. It's greasy. Yeah, it's well, greasy. yeah. I mean, uh, like there's no defense for that as a goalie. Like I know that like sometimes you can get heated. I mean, he's like an AHL goalie. He led four <laughs> goals already. Yeah. I agree with you there. Like he, usually he's a if you're mad and upset and you want to go after the other team, you wait till they're in front of your net and you like hack them. Like you, you give it to the guy in front of the net. That seemed more targeted because like you don't just do that as a goalie. Unless the guy, like I don't know if the guy did something to him earlier in the game, but like that, you don't just do that when you're pissed off. So like that he, was just out of line. He stuck the leg out and tripped him in there, right? Like that's, yeah. that's just totally dirty. Um, and Martin, if you're typing an email right now, stop. Yeah, so I let's can stop hear doing you. that. I know we can just hear you. Or, or mute yourself. You can just hear you bashing those keys, Martin. I literally just... And this, I is this is how different the head the the microphone is though because i could type stuff way like all the time before martin figured out that he can change your audio input settings so he had his mic plugged in but it wasn't actually being used no i I don't know what this is and then it was on like the lowest possible setting and now he increased and then he joined the call and increased it by a hundred percent and was screaming in our ears no anyways nick continue sorry yeah, I mean, that's definitely not a legal hit. I can see why everyone thinks it's free game on goalies now. That doesn't definitely does not look good for goalies. But, I mean, at the same time, I mean, if your goalie's way out in, in the middle of nowhere, then, yeah, I mean, I think they could be free game. Yes. Like, you can, if, if it's a clean hit, if they're handling the puck like a player would, then that's fine. But, like, in terms of, like, open ice hitting and stuff like that, I feel like it's a little, like, it'll, it's not like an actual... Like, like not an actual player. Like, I don't know if I'd say it's free game, but then if a goalie's handling the puck behind the net, like in the trapezoid, you can't touch them. Yeah. That's like where they're safe. Cause then that's just, you know, a little overkill. But if they're out in like the sideboards, you know, like some goalies skate out and play the puck way out to try and beat the player down. I mean, they can take a hit at them, but then if, if it's going to be like, say, you're going to get into a fight though, player, regardless. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you're going to get you into the goalie. Yeah. You, but you're not going to get a penalty or suspension for like running into the goalie. Yeah. So, Nick, what was your uh, when when you were pissed off after letting in a couple goals? You what what what's your go to? My like, go to uh, is, the, is was, it like a ball, uh, a cup check? Is it uh, oh, you know is it the, the slash to the back of the knees? Yeah, I never did that. I did uh, a lot of slashes to the back of the knees. My favorite was you know get a little little one handed slash right right behind the knees so they drop. And then uh, I'd give him a cross check after that. 
one time <laughs> this guy wasn't going down and I just like about like five big like just chops right in the back of the leg and the ref started catching on to him and was getting pissed off I me. Mean, I've gotten a couple penalties for that, but I mean, you know, nothing nothing like what uh Dell did that game. That was a little that that like it and the guy's going full speed in. Like that's the last thing that you ever expect. Cause he I mean he 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 was going in hard on the forecheck, player behind the net trying to get it, get the puck. And you know, full speed he, unfortunately I think he what it was is it a high ankle sprain? I wouldn't it probably is. It looked pretty bad. Yeah. I don't think they've it, announced they just said it, they just said ankle playing. they just said ankle injury. Yeah. So, you and know, unfortunately, we'll all star game. Yeah. Yeah. He's an all star this year. A fifth well, round draft. Well, he's on Ottawa. Ottawa. Well, he was named. Well, no, but he's he's been Ottawa's he's, best player, I'd say. He's, he's good. Is he, he going to go down as an all star in like history books or is he just not considered an all star? No, he, he, I think he would because he was named to the team. Like okay, Ovechkin well, I, went or two years ago, I guess, but what are. Yeah, uh, but. Ovechkin named to the team, but he didn't go. Being an all star yeah. doesn't mean anything anymore. I you mean, can, you, it never you're the best really on your team. Because, you're the best on your so. team, but guess what? Like they chose you because they had to pick someone from your team to be on the roster. So, like yeah. it doesn't that really mean. Drake right Batherson obviously wouldn't be there, but there's a lot of teams without like that wouldn't have a guy there, and there'd be a lot of players who are a lot better, yeah. and it'd be a lot more competitive. Colorado would have half of them. Players. Florida and Tampa would have the other twenty percent. And then... like, I don't care if that's like if it's just mainly like a couple teams with a lot of guys there. Like, at least it's the best of the best. Like, because we're not getting the Olympics, we're not getting World Cup of Hockey or anything like that. Like, it's the only time where you'll see the best on best, and you can't even get that with the All Star games. And it's not even yeah. like best it's on. It's not best, best like on it's, best because it's, it's not real hockey. I some skating yeah. around. This is a a sidetrack. We'll, well, maybe I'll bring it up later. Never mind. A famous Thai sidetrack. Famous Thai sidetrack. Let's not do that. I'm gonna keep it on. <laughs> because luke isn't here i am the producer um, oh so i mean like i don't know what what you do about these goalies man they they think they're so tough out there they like hack people in the back of the legs like nick said they no, no you do that with for no a repercussions they take players out players do getting, that all the time what are you talking yeah, about yeah, but, you, but goalies get hacked at too Right, like they have the puck. Players, well, players are hack each other. Sticking their sticks in there, you know, like goal and goalies get hit quite a bit in game, regardless. Right, people slam into them. You have Chris Kreider running around and Carey Price all of a sudden killing him. And yeah, know, see, that's <laughs> really bad. Um, goalies do face like, uh, to be fair, a fair bit of goal, uh, goalie. Yes, goalies are in very vulnerable situations. They're very vulnerable. There's like eight guys yeah. around them, and they're just yeah. lying on the ground like every yeah. time. The only thing <laughs> I'm actually like, like a little anti-goalie is with goals, because the idea that you can't try and really shove a puck into the net, like if it's right in front of the goalie's pad and the player like shoves it in, that that's goal interference. That is ridiculous. You're moving the goal. I, yeah, I think I that's concur. ridiculous. I don't I think. Concur. I think like. What else are you supposed to do? <laughs> so I think yeah. some of those are just stupid. Do you guys think? Because uh, I think you said Dell got three games, right? Yeah, yeah. That's. Do, do you think that's too small? Do you I, think... I think that's fair. Like I, I said, think that it, was a fair one. That was yeah, a good three one. games. He he did it. Because Jake what he Batherson's could. what yeah. done for the season? Well, or done for a good portion of the season. TBT. If I mean, you know, the way it looked, I know you can't tell everything from the way it looked, but. Looks like he's gone <laughs> twenty plus games. I I read it was a high ankle sprain. If it's just a sprain, he you know fifteen ten games whatever. It's probably out a couple months, six to eight weeks I'd say. It doesn't matter for Buffalo that Dell's gone. I mean they don't have any goalies, but they don't, they're not yeah, doing I mean, anything. And Dell's like their fifth goalie. I mean three of their goalies are injured. Hauser's doing yeah, it's, well. It's but a he's meaningless game between two teams guess, that yeah. aren't making the playoffs. I think and... it's Hauser and Subban now. I think Subban comes back. Well, whatever, Nick. It doesn't really matter because uh, they suck anyway. So the, I mean. Oh yeah, I forgot about this whole racial incident thing. I forgot that might have been. Oh one yeah, of the that, that's that's a topic to talk. I feel like about that's too. a topic we want Luke for though, because yeah, Luke that's cares, true. Like Luke's very passionate yeah. about that stuff. Not that we we'll, all we'll bring him. Not yeah, that I mean, we all yeah. don't care, but Luke's uh, the most yeah. well spoken about it is maybe the best yeah. way to put it. Yeah, he is. He we is. don't know how to convey our thoughts um, very well, <laughs> as you can tell. Ty's um, yeah, <laughs> gonna get himself canceled one of these yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
what we need. Ty gets himself canceled on a week- weekly we, basis. We need the, we need our PR Luke Lester. Uh, Eric, I think your house is on fire. Okay, oh, it's just a uh, humidifier because it's oh. dry. He's, he's vaping. He's hot. He's vaping. And yeah, get I'm it. just you constantly get it, vaping, but I'm too lazy to put it in my mouth, so I just have it. Just breathe it in as it comes. Um, for the for the Aaron Dell suspension though, when was the last time a goalie got suspended? I was trying to look it up. Jamie McLennan got suspended. Oh yeah, because that he, was a while he, ago. Yeah, he was actually crazy year. though. Your your, your <laughs> noodles. boy noodles, man. Yeah, he he was like purposefully like they were down like six nothing. He they Kippersoft got I think it was Kippersoft got pulled. They put him in net, and his his goal was to just like go out there and injure somebody. So he like he, he like took a two handed slash to some I don't even remember who it was, but like to the guy's gut. It's always so funny seeing how many of the commentators are just old fucking nut jobs that used to play. Like, not that it's not like the most of them aren't the skilled guys. They're all like the fucking. Oh, no, hey, AJ McClendon's our boy, friend of talking hockey. <laughs> you, yeah, he said I was the goalie expert. He, yeah, he, he approved of talking list. hockey. Yeah, this this is my note. Jamie McClendon knows nothing. He approved your list. No, Jamie McClendon is great. He's a friend of the show. <laughs> he is a friend of the show. He's a he friend great. of the TikTok show specifically. I watch. No, he's he's a friend of the show, and I watch uh, Overdrive all the time. He's he's great. He has a lot of great takes. I, I've been I, listening I, to Overdrive a lot. I love listening to them. Really? I he, I used to listen all the time. I haven't listened to it in like a year though. Jamie gets pretty quiet though. I don't know. He he only talks really about hockey, and most of his hockey takes are like the best. <laughs> no, his goalie <laughs> takes are great. Who's Him the, and me who's the other one? No, no, no. Me, I, me, I need to defend me and Jamie McClendon right now. Put this on the record. When you posted uh, our top goalie McClendon list. I think it's Jamie McClendon and I. Okay, whatever. I th- when, he, when you posted our goalie <laughs> list at the start of the year and Bobrovsky was on there, me and him both said he was good enough. Like, he's he's going to bounce back. You, he's gonna you were worried about everyone, Bobrovsky. I everyone attacked us for that. that. Everyone thought Spencer Knight was going to be their starter. He was not going to do well. Now he's a Vesna candidate. You did like, you did call Bobrovsky's bounce back. So I do respect that choice. That was a that was a good call on that. A lot of other things, call- not so much. But <laughs> but he but Bobrovsky, you got right. <laughs> um, he probably okay. thought you were like some eight-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> He was just trying to be nice. He was like, oh, this like eight year old kid, this little teenager, he wants to. He wants me to. He wants me to play his goalie list. His parents gave him he, twenty he, bucks. To, he wants. To, to... He he wants daddy's approval. Oh, oh, this is good. This is funny. Now we make fun of. No, Nick. I told him about talking hockey. You know. He... Yeah, well, he's about talking hockey's my favorite. Are you like a special needs kid? Talking no. hockey's my favorite. No, my I said I was part of talking hockey. Goal. List. <laughs> he's on it's one of the uh, one of the make a wish kids <laughs> my, my wish is to join the talking hockey podcast <laughs> and get that jamie mccanlon to my uh that's this is getting us canceled i'm sorry yeah. okay anyways moving talk. moving on from aaron dow then i think we, we covered well that. well well it just what, does what, suck for batherson so I mean, what? There's no repercussions. A lot, a lot of times when like players injure another player, they have to you know go and fight the next game or whatever, right? Yeah. Or Aaron they, they, Aaron Dell is gonna just, I don't know. I guess the only way you can you can get payback or get your revenge is to light him up again. But well, yeah. he's not gonna be in the league when they play again. He's an AHL guy. I mean, <laughs> okay, when they yeah. get their goalies back. He doesn't. Well, really, I mean, he, also, he's an AHL slash. I'm pretty sure AHL goalie guy too. Right. Pretty sure it impacts his money he'll make a lot well missing like getting suspended three games that's where yeah because his ahl contract probably no but he yeah so he would get paid he has to miss three nhl contract games like so that's a big deal for him anyway it's a lot more money moving on to philly and now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now we'll get back into the show. They lost what Ty said, 13 games in a row. I think they're 0 17 and like one in their last like 18 games or something like that. They, they, they had a 10 game losing streak earlier in the year as well. And then they fired, uh, they fired Vigneault and replaced him. And I think they won and like they, a couple of games. Vigneault wasn't then... a great coach, but he obviously wasn't the issue or the only issue. They're 0 8 and 2 in their last 10. Um, they're last in the Metro. They're almost like they're almost last in the Eastern. They're ahead of three teams, I believe. I would say not almost last. Montreal's pretty dead last. You can't get close to them. That's <laughs> fair. But like, actually. the thing is that like, okay, Montreal, Montreal starting the season. 23 maybe, points. Yeah. Montreal starting the season games, maybe, Jesus. maybe wasn't trying to, you know, wasn't trying to tank, but now they're very clearly trying to tank. Right, Price called the season quits. So, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. can't really say that. I mean, I don't think that's fair to say. No, he could have came back. Of... He just decided to completely reset his rehab. Would he like? Well, I mean, what, what does yeah, he want to rehab? If he I wanted to rehab come back, rehab he would on come his back. knee. That's what I meant. That's what I was going after him for. No, no, no. Oh my god! Going after him for complete like he's redoing, getting his knee healed again. But I mean, he's already. Like there, I think he's but just. Looking if for Montreal was competitive, he'd come back. Yeah, right. If, we all know that. I think if the Olympics were going down, he'd or come that. back. Yeah, like, that's true. true. It's mostly the Olympics, I would say, that was like competitive. Oh, if they were making a playoff run slash uh, Olympics run, he'd be there. But since the none of neither of those are happening, you know, eight wins in forty-one games. There's no reason to come back and play for Montreal right now. But <laughs> it could be huge for him. Like he could come back next year, sick. Because like yeah, healthy, man. If you think go. about it, for a goalie, like taking a whole year off at his age is like a good thing, as opposed to for players. Because as we've seen with a lot of goalies, I'm not, I'm not sure about a well. good. I'm no, not sure about a good thing. Think so. it's tough. You do want it's tough you do want to get game back. time and practice time and everything. Like yeah, he's going oh, to need a decent amount of games. AHL time, like. You're talking about like four AHL games for a rehab stint, like a conditioning stint is a max of four or five games. Yeah, yeah. and then that's still totally different no, I, than NHL. Yeah, so this, NHL is, so this is also Carey Price. He's not an average fucking goalie. Like I think this is actually big. Like I think he could come back next year and have a big year. If yeah, he comes I, back. I, I think that, back. but it's going to be tough at the start of the season. I still don't think Montreal's competitive back. next year in any case. Yeah, it's not going to change anything. What's Montreal going to do? Oh, plays him into a good trade option. For, like he's a pretty good trade piece. If well, what they is, need, so. what they need is Price to come back next year, kill it, and then tr- mm-hmm. hopefully trade, trade him. him somehow and get. Well, they can afford to retain back. contract for coming years because they're not I mean, going to be a, good. The, for there's still like that, five years left on if that. You, uh, if you're retaining, like if you're retaining time. half, that's that's five million dollars. You're rich. Five point two five million dollars. Yeah, you're retaining not half. Not half. They don't. They're not going to retain half. But, but I'm mean, retaining five million dollars. Look at any team though. Like, like what? What team could take five or six years left? What team is taking a thirty-five-year-old goalie with you know I five mean, years left? Hey, Florida even, signed Bobrovsky. Even at seven million. Yeah, like this is what I'm saying. Bobrovsky got want signed at. Or sorry, he'll want to go to Lou Lamorello. Lamorello loves sending <laughs> old guys to big deals. I don't know. Like, I'm hey, sure. Carey Price in the Islanders could be huge if no. Trotz yeah. is I mean, still they there. have yeah. Sorokin. They don't need Price. They, yeah, they have Sorokin. Yeah, they, but I don't. I don't know. I can't think of a team off the top of my head that like needs Price. Um, well, Oilers. there are a lot of teams need <laughs> Maybe. goaltending. Buffalo, Oilers. but I like I mean, Buffalo, but Buffalo's already competitive, right? FYI, yep. It's only for three more years after next year. 
So four more years. <laughs> four more years total. Yes. Well, the only competitive teams that need a goalie, basically Edmonton, Washington, and Colorado. Like those are the three teams that could use better goaltending. Though I think Colorado's goaltending can. Yeah, I think Kemper. Somewhere. I think Kemper's figured it out once he stopped yeah, being injured. Colorado's not as bad, but yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I think Nick, you're right. Capitals, Oilers are really the only two. But I don't. I could. I don't see any way that the Oilers fit Carey Price uh, with that. No, oh, there's team. yeah. I mean, they'd have to make some moves, but they also do need to make some moves. So that might anyway, be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's Let's a whole nother conversation. Back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, what I was trying to say about the Flyers is that is that like they were not trying to tank. Like you saw what they did yep. this this offseason. They, they, oh, they were trying to be good. Ristolainen, yes, very Ellis, much trying to be good. Ryan Ellis, Ryan Ellis, Ellis Rasmus Ristolainen. Ellis has played four games. Just FYI. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not saying he's the difference lot. maker, but like he's, he's not four games. He does. Ellis doesn't take a team that has a negative forty. Yeah, of course, something different. Negative. What is it? Forty-two goal differential, but you know, a couple goals he saves for sure. On there and adds or a couple, a couple but, goals he creates, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like so, it, it isn't the difference between like here, here's the difference <laughs> the Flyers could be minus 42 in goals, or they could be minus like 35 goals, yeah, <laughs> maybe if and like I mean, best case scenario. I think like, they've they, had to deal with problems with injuries though, like Wade Allison. If he was there okay. at the start of the year, <laughs> they'd be doing a lot better. That's true. Goal and he, score Wade Allison. He came back and he got injured again, unfortunately, but he'll be back soon. And you know, I think he's going to be big for them next year for sure. But like they they brought and then Cam Atkinson, uh, they traded Voracek for. But like you know, you, you see them in the bottom of the division. Anyone looking at this thought that you know Columbus would be at the bottom, you know, yeah, they thought that Columbus or Devils would have been at maybe. the bottom. I don't think Columbus maybe was Devils. Yeah, Columbus would have been. Um, Columbus has had. I mean, no if you if you looked at like right, like you'd think the Flyers. I didn't think the Flyers are going to make the playoffs. I'm pretty sure I predicted they wouldn't make the playoffs, but I didn't think they'd be last. You think I thought they'd, they'd be they'd in, have like, the, the Jackets? Yeah. You know, maybe even the Devils. They'd be around, like you know, somewhere from five to six is where I kind of would have thought they'd be. Right. Um, yeah. The Rangers are, you know, like, you know, we're, we're going to talk to some stuff about the Rangers later on, but the Rangers are on the complete other end of the spectrum, right? Like completely overperforming, but the Flyers also have quite a few guys out, right? Like they have Kevin Hayes out, Joel Farabee out, you know, Derek Broussard isn't exactly a major loss, but Derek Broussard out. Wade Allison. Nate okay. Thompson out. <laughs> Wade Allison. They have Sean Couturier out and then Ryan Ellis out. So like, it's even- not just bad team. It's, you know, Sean Couturier, number one center. Ryan Ellis, number one defenseman. Joel Farabee, top six winger. Kevin Hayes, arguably a low-end 2C, low-end 2C, high-end 3C type thing. Those are core pieces, right? Like, imagine any good team. Imagine the Leafs without Austin Matthews, Nylander and freaking I don't know uh, whoever their third line center is at any point. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it's camp, yeah. yeah. You know, it, they're not negative forty three goals or whatever, but they're not doing too hot. So that to be fair, but also they did a terrible job in the off season. And right? and did you hear that they wanted to like their uh, their CEO or whatever or owner came out and said that they wanted to keep. Um, Ristolainen because he is on a one he has one year left and they said the mm-hmm. goal is to keep him so I mean yeah. if they're smart <laughs> so they're gonna extend him for another five yeah. six seven years at five million dollars or something like that he's but making 5.4 right now if they're smart they trade everybody this 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 year right they they pull at Arizona just trade everybody it's a lost season you're not coming back from this rebuild for hopefully two or three years I mean you still have the building blocks there I mean Carter Hart's picked it up this year uh, Ryan, I mean, you still have Ryan Ellis, who's great. I think Phil, he might be a Philly little isn't but... tough, such a tough situation. Like, I don't really know what you do there. Well, like, Giroux, Giroux's a rental this season. You, you, even though he's your captain or whatever, you, you find the best deal yeah. for him, and you move for him. For sure, Ristolainen's still a rental. But, but I think they're whole, keeping him. Their whole team is built for winning now. Like, there is no 
there, there's not a lot of rebuild potential there. Like Van Riemsdyk, two years left. Kim Adamson, four years left. They have Travis Konechny locked in. They have Sean Couturier locked in. Kevin Hayes locked in. Yeah, there's not a lot of rebuild potential. They have Ryan Ellis locked in. Like, Eric, I think it's hard I to think... say rebuild. There's no rebuild potential. They can't rebuild. Well, they have hopefully their goalie. Even in two or three years, Carter Hart still is probably their their they're the best option in net, no. right? You'll mm-hmm. still have Ryan Ellis even at 34 years old should still you know I don't know how old he is now but like you know somewhere around there 32 33 years old. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's he's, no. he's he's had some pretty major injuries like yeah multiple multiple years. He, but he's still been, when Ryan, he plays he's great. Yeah, Ryan Ellis has the type of game that can like work well long-term as he ages, but injuries but is a different thing. does his body have it? Does his yeah. body have yeah. that? So his type of game works, but his injuries, especially for a smaller defenseman that needs really good mobility, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Because Ryan like, Ellis thrives on his mobility, right? Like, like look like, at Subban. Like Subban, exactly. I think, is dead from injuries. Like, look that's at, part of look the reason at any elite defenseman that ha- that loses a little bit of mobility, right? Carlson. Eric Carlson. Well, you thought yeah. that Carlson's until this year. Good example. <laughs> you thought I mean, that Carlson, until this year, though. Yeah. Carlson still has a great offensive game, but his defensive game has fallen off the earth, cool, basically. Yeah. Carlson right? has other issues in his life, too, but like... Yeah, but but still, <laughs> like, that, it, it's... It's just losing mobility, and so mm-hmm. if Ryan Ellis keeps like he's had quite a few bad injuries, if he loses any of that, that contract starts to look bad really quickly. <laughs> but I, I mean, you still frozen. have, you still yeah, have. He I'm, I'm here. Uh, okay, well, you're just I'm frozen. Video is frozen. So, I think that you still have Joel Farabee as a good, you know, building block. He's looking like one of the top players from you know his draft class. I'm I'm looking at you know their roster. I, you trade Giroux. You probably yeah. try. I think you try to move Konechny as well. Like they've been rumored to want to move him. He's. I think you know he's he's taking yeah. a step back from like you he's know taking he's taking a step goes. back two years two in a row. years in man. a row, man. Yeah, yeah. that's so not good. It's not probably good. best to move on from him rather than. I drafted try to him as a rebound candidate this year, and that has not <laughs> fucking happened. And then <laughs> and then you know you probably move. Maybe you consider. I mean, Couturier is great to have on your team, but is he going to be great to have on your team when you're ready to be competitive again? Probably yeah. not. I mean, they Maybe could they could soon. tear it down. They could. That's probably that's just, what they should. It's just do. unlikely that they say I'm going to trade Couturier when he's about to enter a new deal. They can't trade Hayes. That contract's atrocious. There's no way someone's taking on five years left of seven million dollars, but. If Philadelphia was thinking ahead, I would say they should do a quick little retool. Um, yeah. But but how? You tr- you get rid of Giroux you get big. rid of Giroux. You I don't, don't resign with Ristolainen. You just have that's a tough cost. Is it confirmed that they're even trading Drew? Because I'm hearing that's still up in the air. Last time I heard, I think they, they want to resign. I think they want to resign him. Yeah. Or, yeah, and that's stupid. Like they need to trade that guy because yeah. he gets I you think, a good. Return. I think Van Riemsdyk also can go. Yeah, Van I think people. I think there's go. teams that would still grab him. I mm-hmm. think Cam Atkinson still has some value in the league. And you um, could easily get like young guys that could be coming up, and then you keep like. Um, well, you just give more time. You, you let Morgan Frost, Joel Farabee. You let uh, Cam York get more minutes on D. You let Travis Sanheim take over on that defense a little bit. Yeah, Provorov has also taken a huge, huge step yeah, back. As, as that something is else it. that I wanted to and say. That's Provorov, concerning. Problem with them. Provorov's been a major concern. Like that. That's yes. been a huge L for them. Like he was better as a rookie than he is now, which is not a good sign for Philly's development team. Yeah, they have some Provorov. good prospects. Philly. And then, the thing is, Philly's always drafted pretty well to really well i but it's like a lot of these guys man like they're just not they're not developing them very well like provrov shouldn't be this bad like he's made in his contract's big 6.7 million dollars for the next four years and he's been atrocious for two years now basically yeah and then part of that could be the coaching not gonna lie and i mean i i last year carter hart was awful 
Yeah, and then you yeah. guys are forget. I not to be a dead horse here, but what Wade Allison is like a twenty thirty <laughs> goal scorer. Oh my like gosh! He, next year he comes <laughs> in. If he stays it's, healthy, he's scoring at least like twenty five goals. Twenty to thirty. At least twenty five goals. goals. Yeah, I mean his first year, his first on a what, Philly team that tears games, it down. I don't know about that. Last year he had fourteen games. He scored four goals, and then he scored so three goals. Therefore, eighty two games, twenty five goals. Well, if he stays healthy, like... He, no, and then I, he, I, and then I generally do think he has back. 20 goal potential. I, I'm actually not going to argue. I don't know about 25 goals. Like the next season. I, I agree 20 goals is there in the cards if he's in the right situation. I just question whether Philly's actually going to have the right situation for him. Yeah, I mean, they were throwing him up and down the lineup when he was in. Like first line, second line, third line. Like yeah. he was going all over the place. They, Philly also doesn't have like a huge amount of cap space going into next season too. Like they lose Giroux, but they have to re-sign Frost, your boy Wade Allison. They have to re-sign I mean, Ristolainen. They're they're gonna re-sign Ristolainen, and I think yeah. your Morgan Frost. I don't think has taken enough of development to to expect more than like a million if, dollars. I think the the conclusion for me is if they do re-sign Ristolainen, it gives me no faith in the management at that point because it, he it should like there's one thing to make the mistake of making that trade it's another thing to double down on that mistake and resign him after he's already been terrible after he's been terrible before like it, it, it that says everything you need to say if they if they resign him there's no retool proper retool coming there's no proper rebuild coming it's just going to be more mediocrity slash crap basically is all i can say it seems like a like I, I it seems like a team that would have done well in like the 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 early two thousands like how it's built right now. That makes sense. Like I, I've always looked at the Flyers as a team that's like old and or this year at least they kind of seem like they were like old and slow and they had their you know your big defensemen like Ristolainen logging huge minutes even though they suck. <laughs> it would have won you games in like two thousand and four. I mean, yeah, the Ristolainen has a lot of those characteristics that GMs like, right? Like he's yeah, exactly. huge. He plays the body. He blocks a lot of shots. He hits a lot. Like he has those prototypical. And he's right-handed. Yeah, and he's uh, right-handed yeah. too. So that that's the draw to him. And yeah, I, I don't know. Anyways, I, I, I don't have much more to lefties. say about Philly, but you either shoot right or you shoot wrong, right, Nick? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, okay, so on to uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Lafreniere. So, uh, who, who Nick? Were you the one that was making? You made the twenty twenty six New York Rangers roster. Yeah, right? just posted on the TikTok. If you guys want to check that out, the listeners <laughs> here. Um, yeah, I have him uh, projected third line. I mean. <laughs> it's not doing not doing too he's a third line right now actually so i mean it's yeah. not too far off he's not doing well and i mean he's not really taking a step forward from last year i think he's actually doing worse than he did last year so um yeah he's i don't know unless yeah. he for some reason finds it like a next level next season or something he's so to looks be like fair, a bust right now to be fair to him so if you look at Okay, so let's look at his second season, right? So the, this year, if you look at his ice time, right? He's been playing, what, 13 minutes a night on average, give or take, right? If you look at the other first overall picks, and there's a wide range of really good guys, you know, McDavid, Matthews, McKinnon, and then guys that completely flopped out, right? Yakupov, as an example. Let's take 2010 to 2020, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Hall was playing 18 minutes a night in his, his second year. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was playing 19 minutes a night in his second year. Yakupov was playing 14 minutes a night in his second year. McKinnon was playing 18 minutes a night. McDavid was playing gigantic minutes. Well, yeah, but if you look at how those guys were like performing, they were performing well. Yakupov but, wasn't just uh, like... Performance is a function of usage and opportunity, right? And, and he obviously got lost opportunities time. last year. But he did. He didn't really. He got. Uh, he never got played in the top six. Really, he he was never actually had really a top six opportunity, because he's always been blocked by Panarin, Chris Kreider, right. So he's never had that opportunity. 
And so Nico Hichier, 18 minutes a night. Hughes, 19 minutes a night, right? I don't think anyone would argue that Lafreniere going into his rookie year had a diff- major difference between him, Hughes, Hichier, as... Like well, Hughes wasn't the top line guy before. Picks. Like he wasn't doing too well, and then he kind of figured it out, and now he's the top line guy. Like, but I mean, it took him a little bit too to figure it out. But I, I mean, the, who knows what will happen? The, with the Rangers with their two, their two top two picks in back to back years, both never got the opportunity, and they have a history of doing this. Like, like yeah. I mean, the Rangers for about, year, a decade. Yeah, Leah Sanderson, for example, 2017 first round pick. They. They, that was they, just bad drafting. That's, that's, bad that's drafting, funny. sure, but they never gave him the opportunity. <laughs> like they played him, you know, when he was like, you know, 19, 20 years old in the league, and they played him like two minutes a night and then scratched him and wouldn't send him to the AHL. Eventually he requested a trade. I think he did get a trade. I mean, yeah. Or he went to Sweden, back to Sweden. Um, 2018 was Kravsov, I think. Kravsov. Yep, Kravsov. Who now also requested a trade. Same sort of thing. Like, up and down AHL's healthy scratch in the NHL, sit in the press box yeah. when he does play. It's his a fourth liner. 2019, Capo Caco, you know, p- threw him out there playing fourth line minutes as like a second overall pick and hasn't gotten the opportunity really. And now Le- Lafreniere. Well, he has I been playing was, the first line this year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I mean, he's not performing. I mean, but but also look at how he's played in his first kind of three years, right? Like Capo Caco. There were a lot of people who were like, you know, he, this guy should, this guy, you know, should go number one over Jack Hughes. And I mean, look at Jack Hughes. I think you just and mentioned it. You know, Jack it was Hughes honestly was ridiculous at the time. Yeah. But Too, um, yeah, Kako. That's besides the point. But the, the Rangers have been doing this with their draft picks. Those are just like off the top of my head. There might've been some before, but like they just, they just don't play their rookies. They don't play their young players. They, yeah. They don't give them the opportunity. And the thing is the Rangers shouldn't have had Kako or Lafreniere. Yeah, right? They yeah, jumped exactly. 10 spots, 12 spots, whatever the hell that was, right? So if it was a prototypical bad team, if it was Detroit, if it was the Senators, if it was whoever is in the bottom. Arizona, league, right? the worst team. Arizona, right Buffalo, <laughs> the Flyers even apparently because they suck. You know, like <laughs> he'd get 18 minutes a night because what else do they have? Right? They, he wouldn't get 18 minutes a night on the Flyers, just FYI. Yeah, not, not on the Flyers, That's- but Arizona, Buffalo, Ottawa. <laughs> um, the list goes on. All the most terrible teams in the league, he'd be Montreal. getting those minutes. Right? Montreal, Detroit. Like Ray- Lucas Raymond stepped into the league and Seattle. was playing 17, 18 minutes a night now. Right? And obviously he's performed, so it's a little bit different than Lafreniere. But it's not like going into the last two years, Lafreniere hasn't been a better player than Lucas Raymond was. Well, I mean, Kako, right? when he got drafted, he was pretty excited to, to be in New York, wasn't he? I mean, so, he was yeah, excited, but, but, but he didn't get the opportunity. No, so why I'm joking. Did, they know. still haven't given <laughs> Remember him. Remember that video of him? Do you? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where he was not what? pumped up at all. He was like, oh, I'm here. I don't remember that. He's like, it was like a video of Happy him in New York. Here. He was like, he was like the... It was kind of awkward to watch. Um, <laughs> Anyways, but, uh, the, the only point is it's like when you're a skilled player, you need a lot of puck touches. If you don't get a lot of puck touches, then you can't solidify your game. And then you get lower minutes overall. So it's just a it's a bad cycle of him not getting the minutes, him getting less confident, him not getting those touches. And now I he's mean, where he's at right now. I still think he's like a can't miss guy. Like I, I when we had our, our first episode with Rachel and you're talking about the 2020 draft, like I don't remember how much you guys watched him, but like when he was in the QMJHL, he was like way too good. Like it was literally like yeah. a, a, a man playing against against boys out there. And he was like wasn't even he didn't even need to try. He didn't look like he was trying. And the yep. Rangers just don't put their young players in a position to succeed. Like if if you were smart. I don't think yet last year or even this year, like you don't send him back. I don't know how old he is now, if he's eligible to go back to junior, but you you wouldn't send him back, but you play him in spots where you can shelter him, you know, teach him the games. You're not throwing him out there as a grunt or, or don't shelter him. Raymond isn't being sheltered at all. Anton Lundell isn't being sheltered right now. He's playing 16 minutes a night on a elite team and he's playing first, second line minutes against good competition. You know, you don't need to shelter these guys. You just need to give them 
match and let them you run. Put them away. in a but position Rangers, to succeed. Yeah. Put them in You're, the position to succeed, but the Rangers just never give them that opportunity. And it's partly because they shouldn't have had them in the first place because they were too good and had the depth and they didn't need them. But it's also just, you know, bad coaching, bad development that's been yeah, well, going on for a decade. This year, this year, their like their possession numbers are still atrocious. Like if you looked at their like yeah. their Corsi for the year is like worse awesome. than Ottawa and and Eric, Arizona. Is this a good argument that you shouldn't take best available player? You should take best available position that you need. But he no, still you is. Always I take mean, available you best still best you still take. I like Lafreniere is still still They know we say when they should trade him. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be back in a sec. My cat's screaming bloody murder at the, <laughs> the door, so I'm going to go. Oh, no, Bob. <laughs> Trust fall, Bob. Um, um, yeah. So, so like, it's they don't they never put him in the spot to succeed. Like, you play him on, like, this, like, if 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 you're a smart team with Lafreniere, you take him and you play him on, like, your second line last year, give him a lot of offensive zone starts, maybe with, like, Zibanejad or, or who's the second line center? Strom. Uh, Strom, yeah. Uh, and I don't know Strom and some other winger on their team, right? Right. They they played him as like a grinder essentially, and and I mean the possession numbers, Rangers possession numbers are atrocious. The, realistically, like for the, the longest time, the Rangers are getting caved in every single night. But Shesterkin has saved them the like twenty five goals <laughs> over the year, which, and their goal differential is twenty two. So they'd be think, middle of the pack. Yeah. I think Lower that's a, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good transition into your Jack Adams, you know, yeah, that is. Uh, voting. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So the NHL, I think it was the NHL released like their mid season votes for Jack Adams awards on NHL.com. Yeah. The NHL network. Yeah. NHL network. Sorry. They yeah. always, they, and, and the top three are Gallant, Mike Sullivan and Rob Brindamore. Yep. And then Martin creatively sent, uh, was it Martin? No, it was or me. You, it was you. I, it was then, it you. <laughs> Yeah. As it as it is every year, the, uh, coincidentally, the top three goalies in the league and goals saved above expected this... are Igor Shosturkin, Tristan Jari, and Frederick Anderson. This was funny, <laughs> and it's and it's like the same. It's every, it's every single time, it's, it's that's always what it is. Fucking goalies, man! If you they get a good goalie, you make or perform expectations, and then you therefore get coach of the year. So just pray if you want coach of the year, just pray you get a hot goalie. Basically, if you want to win coach of the year or even MVP, right? It's always your team is like projected to be like middle of the pack, but then your goalie, you know, saves the day and you make the playoffs. You you squeak into the playoffs. I mean, maybe not the Rangers case that I, I, the Rangers are bound for regression eventually. Like you can't win the way they're playing. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to, It's but whether it happens this season or next season, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, there's no way. <laughs> well, they're not m- missing the playoffs, that's for sure. It's crazy the the divide between the top teams in the East and the worst. Like basically, the, like, top of the, the league and bottom the, of the league. The like, the, the playoffs the, in the East were determined two, two weeks, weeks into the season. Half the yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, like there's such a like there's like a huge divide between the eighth best team and the ninth best team. Yeah, close. It, yeah, this, 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 the playoffs in the East are set. It's just like kind of your seating and what bracket you're in. If you're smart, this is a this is a sidetrack. But if you're in the Atlantic and you're 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 smart, you try to get the wild card spot so you get the Metro bracket. You try to get the first wild card spot. Yeah, and avoid having to play either Tampa or Florida in round one. Yeah, you try to get and the round Rangers two. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want the Rangers, even if you have to deal with Shesterkin. Well, as a Leafs fan, you want anyone but Boston. That's what you want. It's it's going to be it's crazy. The Leafs are on pace for their best season in history, and are are looking to finish third in their division. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so yeah, the, so the the anyways to get back to the Jack Adams conversation. Uh, apparently, Sheldon Keefe didn't receive any votes again. That's typical. Out of like seventeen people, he only I think he only got like one fifth place vote or something like that. So that's that also seems a little. F- like mental man like that's pretty stupid considering they could win like the east if they win the east like or their division he definitely deserves a lot of conversation yeah they're five games behind and you know eight to ten points behind so they Mm -hmm. you know they win their next five games they're in second or they're in first Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like 
fairly you know not exactly a crazy thing to do but also like i mean minnesota's coach uh didn't get i don't think he was in he's not in the top three but he's like done a great job with that team um uh, yeah, Minnesota's coach, like Dean Evans. Well, first off, you talk about hot streaks and players outperforming expectations. We, I sent this in the fucking group chat. <laughs> Ryan Hartman, Nick Foligno, and Matt Zuccarello. No, Marcus Foligno. Marcus Foligno. Sorry, what did I say? Nick Foligno. Nick. Okay, sorry. Marcus Foligno, Ryan Hartman, and Matt Zuccarello having the best years ever. Like Ryan Hartman on pace for like seventy points or some shit. Um, Matt Zuccarello on pay for, pace for like point per game. Uh, Marcus Foligno having an insane offense. The guy, Marcus Foligno has been like a pure defensive specialist his entire life. And then just randomly this year, suddenly he's an offensive star. Like, he, what, he what is going it. on? He talked <laughs> about it on. And he talked about uh, chemistry and how that's impacting yeah. it and shit. I don't yeah. know what it is. I believe. The I team's believe in. Driving. I get. I, yeah, they're Getting driving. Getting rid of Suter and Prize was huge. <laughs> but you know who isn't performing all, through all of this is Kevin Fiala, right? Like he's yeah, been Ke- terrible Kevin this Fiala's year. Freaking, I don't know what's going Spurgeon's on. Spurgeon's been injured half the year. Talbot was injured for a couple of weeks. But it's, and yet, it's also partly because like Joel Erickson Eck is still coming into his own and is coming into his own as like an elite. Yeah, he's gonna be a player. Self-aid. Like, yeah. yeah, like he's good. Um, I don't know. They they just got a good team and they're no. they're just kind of realizing it. They they are good. It's just I don't see how there isn't regression coming for those some of those guys based yeah. off of what like Zuccarello's over point per game. Like that's insane. Martin Hartman's Martin, on sit, like seventy can, points. Can you pace. sit back from your like, microphone, Martin? You're screaming sorry. again. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, I know who uh, regression's coming for. The uh, goalie killer, Chris Kreider. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's he has 30. Yeah. The, what the hell is that? He has more goals than he scored in any of his seasons ever, and it's halfway through the season. Like, yeah, he's that's leading ridiculous. the NHL in goals. There, if you look at some of the projections, though, some people are still projecting he won't end up top 10 in goals because, like, it's just like it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, yeah. models are just I, looking at it like, no, he has to regress. <laughs> like, what, what's going I have him, uh, I predicted a, he would be their fourth line winger in 2026. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be a 50 goal scorer by then. He gets better with age. He's gonna, he's gonna add five goals a season by then and be hit 50 goals. Um, Healy got better with age, right? After 1507? Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought he was going to make the Olympic team for a second. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) My buddy buddy sent me that, and he thought it was like legit, like a legit (laughs) rumor. And I was like, dude, Healy hasn't played in like four years. (laughs) (laughs) Coming out of hiding. Get all the boys back together. <laughs> it would have been fire though if like Heater shows up. Showed up. <laughs> okay, stop getting off track. Um, who else didn't? There was someone else who didn't get consideration that I that I was like, what the hell? Oh, uh, Florida's coach, or even John Cooper, Andrew Burnett, John Cooper. John like, Cooper never gets any respect. Yeah, because like, because again, Cooper, you're looking yeah. you're looking at these guys and they're like, oh, this team is. Supposed to uh, this team's one you know, Ty, two standing in a row. I I kind of think it's because they know John Cooper could win every year. So it's kind of like, how it, do we say this year over like that other year? Like, that basically, this is what these did. awards are. It's like what team is overperforming? What yeah. team? And I think it's also as we pointed out, like what team's goalie is saving the team, right? Or you know, even nobody's talking about the Ducks right now. Still, we're halfway yeah, through the they're season. They're second in their division. Well, the the Pacific Division and Western Conference is actually like atrocious. Garbage, yeah, it's pretty garbage, man. <laughs> yeah, but the Ducks, there's, there's maybe but two the and Ducks a half were also there. expected to be shit. Remember that, right? Everyone thought the Ducks were going to be awful. Well, where did Troy Terry come from, right? Like, where did where did that? Yeah. I mean, maybe you expected him to take to become like a, a, a second line player, but like to be like point per game out of nowhere. You know, yeah, and gets off. Trevor Zegris is good. I mean, like, Zegris performing expectations. People had people had Troy Terry as a lock. Like when the NHL Ellers were going to the Olympics, they they had him as a lock for going to the Olympics. I don't think US there's any yeah. way. That's crazy. 
I don't know, man. They they said it was like some people I don't think were like crazy. pretty adamant that it was a lock. I mean, the Olympics I mean, isn't taking the best about... player in the last three years. Like the best players. People They're were talking about Kadri out. making it now because he's top five in points in the NHL. Going for Canada. There's a lot of there's a lot Imagine of recency Kadri. bias. A Imagine Kadri on bias. Team Canada. No, well, yeah, we'll tie it. recency bias. I mean, they're not going to take a guy who hasn't performed that well this season, but and good the last two seasons. Well, like, I know, but I mean, but what I mean to really say is right that now. Like, that's what they like, want. What team? So, but what I mean to say is like, Olympics what team was shit sport. last year? Uh, I talk about like award voting. What team was shit last year, but you know is now good this year? That's a coach of the year. You know, or it is, it is crazy. Like Nazem Kadri, if you if you said Nazem Kadri would be on the Olympic team even to start this year, right? Like there are players who are even even considering his 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 season that he's had so far are way better than Nazem Kadri. The only reason why you wouldn't take him in the Olympics is because in the playoffs he has an awful habit of screwing his team over. <laughs> Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's the other thing. The He's gonna get a suspension in the gold medal game, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Guess he wouldn't be a good idea to bring, but it would be legendary for to bring him. That's my so, opinion. Anyway, one last topic for the day, and then we'll call it a night because we're almost at an hour. Yeah, I want to talk about um, uh, Pavelski and uh, how he's also point per game right now. He's on pace for ninety points. I think that Pavelski is great. And like this, like his, if you're talking about players who age well, his game is all about like being in front of the net, tipping pucks, jamming yeah. away, right? And I think that that's that's attributed to his success because I think that like he's literally been uh, from for as long as I can remember, like one of the best players, like tipping pucks in front of the net. I've I've said this multiple times. I feel like on this podcast, but they used to call him. The cross, like the American Crosby, like back in the early 2010s and stuff. Like just a good so grinder like, out there, yeah. Like he, he's a good he player. Gets, he's massively underrated, I feel, compared sure. to like where what he, sh- especially recently. Because in the in the same note that the people were saying Terry was a lock, <laughs> no talk about yeah, Pavelski no talk about Pavelski on pace he should be for 90 points. Captain. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And also, so and the reason I wanted to talk about him, besides the fact that he's having an insane season, is the fact that he's a UFA along with Radulov at the end of this year, and the Stars, at least as of right now, aren't in the playoffs. Even if they do make the playoffs, okay, it's actually kind of crazy. Like looking at those the eighth place seed, like none of them are trying to get it because they're just going to get spanked by Colorado. Yeah, but. <laughs> To the my centrals. to the point is that if the stars aren't going to make the playoffs, do they consider using those guys as rentals? If Pavelski's on pace for ninety points, that's Man, a one hell no. of a rental. There's no way they bail from trying to make the playoffs. You like think? I, I'm saying, I'm think just just because they've talked about like Elliot Friedman talks about this all the time is. They want the ticket revenue from being in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, they, they want it revenue. badly, and they're close. Like they're really they're close. They're very close. They are very close. They are very close. And but also, Pavelski yeah. tanks it like automatically. You're not making the playoffs after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's not. There's nothing you're doing. But also, they do have. I feel might some regression coming from Braden Holpe and or you know. Yeah, they'll be or they don't see not they, keeping they, a ninety point pace at thirty seven yeah. years old. Thirty seven years old. <laughs> I mean, but the then, trade deadline's coming up soon, so it's not. Yeah, they that could soon. add. Not they, that's and, what's like coming. Yeah, and Dallas can add too, right? The other they thing have, is, what they do, what do they do with Klingberg? Is he a rental option? Like Klingberg's a huge X factor because they could trade yeah, him and, for and that's still my thing playable because, player. Because Dallas isn't a cup contender, right? Like, there's, there's, I maybe they go on a magical run again, but you don't bet on that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at their team, the haul of for that they can get for the combination of Klingberg, Radulov, and Pavelski is their entire oh. rebuild done. You know, that's three, four but first could, round picks that they could get. They could also trade John Klingberg, just John Klingberg, and they could probably still make the playoffs. 
depends. Yes. Like, maybe yeah, they probably they'd could. still have a fighting chance for the playoffs, let's say. Yeah. Well, yeah, it wouldn't anything help can their happen cause. In the it wouldn't help their cause, but it wouldn't really destroy it because they don't use Klingberg the way he should be used. Like, Klingberg is one of the best defensemen in the NHL. Eric, they are in, in the a playoff right spot, just FYI. What? No. One, two. The rentals oh, aren't going to come of, out of the wild West. Card. Come on. Oh, the sorry, they're wild. They're wild card. Wild yeah, card. they're a wild card sorry. playoff yeah. team in the West. Yeah, they are. The rent- and they'll they'll stay that way. Rental players are going to come out of the East because all those teams know they're done. Like there's going to be a lot. I think in but the I West think they, there's a I lot of things have a chance, so they're going to try. They're and not fight quite like in a wild card spot though, because the Flames could. You know, there are so many games. Yeah, they're battling. They're battling with the Flames for sure. And Sharks, even you know. There's a lot of teams. Yeah. Sharks get back Timo Meyer and Thomas Hurdle and fucking let's go drive. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, I think the Flames are, are more likely. Look at the games played so far. I mean, they're two points behind with three games in hand. Yeah. Regardless, it's just the Stars, theoretically, if they decided no playoffs, could complete a rebuild right on the spot. They have Rupe like Hintz, the- Dennis Gurionov. You know they have Robertson, they have a, who's actually Jason having a Robertson. good year, year, and you didn't another think great year. <laughs> yeah, I did not think he was going to do point per game again. Uh, that was wrong of me. Um, I, I was awesome. very off on that. Awesome. Um, yeah, but there's then, no way they trade for a rebuild though, because their fans would be pissed at them. Also, they're, they're well, going to trade Klingberg. They better. And they have Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben, who are only continuing to get worse. So, at yes. nine point five and nine point eight million dollars for four. And six years, respectively. So, yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, I just think it would be so interesting if they did. It, it would. They get so much for those guys. Like Pavelski, you get a first and a prospect. The way he's playing right now, right? Aradulov, you probably get a first rounder. Like well, have a you heard prospect? Have you heard the what they want for Klingberg? What is it? I haven't heard. It's a first, and I'm pretty sure top like a. Bl- a blue or a level pro blue chip or that's a level what prospect. I would want. That's what yeah. I would want. The the thing is they put themselves in a bad position by making Klingberg play like shit for the last two or three years. <laughs> but but like Klingberg at the top of his game is worth that. Like if he, he I, went he'll to still, they'll still get that. Like if you think yeah. about it. Because like if Klingberg was on so Colorado man, everyone were talking about him being a top ten defenseman or top twenty defenseman in the NHL. And that's what he was before um What's his name? Rick Bonus took over. Like he was, and then the second he took over, just literally up here. But the team, but the team got. They also had to get rid of their coach, just so why. Like they yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, get yeah. rid of him. I, he stepped no, away and stuff. He had to the alcohol abuse and everything. Yeah, but still, they haven't put themselves in the best scenario to situation. And Rick Bonus then them. led them to the cup that year, so like, of course they <laughs> led them I mean, to the cup final. They didn't deserve so to be there, but that's besides no, the point. But like, they don't see that. <laughs> yeah, they don't see it that way. I get that. But yeah, like that, that's all I wanted to talk about. I think we covered okay. everything. Um, well, yeah. We'll, Can we we'll talk about doing... Eric's haircut? Uh, Looks pretty haircut? short on the sides. I've never seen it that short for you. Yeah, nice I've been... It's a stylish out there. Nick, Nick, give me your last thought. One final sentence. I love Um, I'm saying, uh, hopefully, shout out Flurry. I hope uh, we get to see him in Edmonton win a cup. I think they could win a cup with Flurry. Shout out my boy, Wade Allison. (laughs) Hope he gets better from Cali. Made history in the NHL this year. I've always been saying he's the best, and everyone's been going after me for and that. And they sent him well. to the AHL, yeah. <laughs> well, they have, they have they already have two goalies. He got his chance, and he made history. So, And, and then uh, shout-out McNiven. He got his first NHL action. And then shout-out yeah. Talking Hockey TikTok. It's a yeah, great content. Talking Go Hockey follow. TikTok. Go follow him. We're gonna, we, we post more often on TikTok than Instagram. Yeah. We have a dedicated <laughs> I'm going to get back work. to posting soon. It's just okay. that okay. – uh, okay. With current work situation, it's impossible. Literally, just turn off your work phone. Take a day off, Eric. <laughs> I literally can't take a day off. That's the issue. <laughs> you have vacation we're days so you're not allowed to use. We're so short-staffed, and we're raising money, so our CEO can't even do business stuff. He has to do talking to investors stuff, which means I'm not like taking over his role, but I'm taking on part of his workload it's a lot essentially 
Sounds like complaint, Derek. Martin, what are you doing talking hockey it's these just, days? I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Martin, Martin, you have, you gonna, Martin doesn't do shit. Martin, Martin do has anything. access to the talking hockey account, but what I was get the last so depressed looking at comments, man. It just makes me angry <laughs> and sad. I have to step, not do it. <laughs> I I agree. One, one it thing that I have, it, it's really helped my mental it's health. It's exhausting. Yeah, it's mentally it exhausting looking it at this shit, man. It is. It is. It is really Just difficult. Negative comments. I thought I see positive comments. Oh, it, oh man. I mean, not totally. Not but... negative. Just argumentative. Oh, and, like, and the not DMs. Willing to get into the arguments. Yeah. Do you and ever get DMs on TikTok? I... Uh, no, because you you have to follow. People uh, have to follow each other back. Like, you have to be mutual in order to DM. And oh, Nick, that's a healthy thing to do. Nick, part of the reason you haven't been seeing very many, like, aggressive things, especially on the Instagram, is because I haven't been, like, commenting back. There's also <laughs> no posts. There's also no posts. <laughs> and, and no posts. I saw a lot of controversial posts. There's, There's not no controversial, controversial stuff. Like, compared to the really right comment here. sometimes. You're a fucking idiot for posting this, or like, yeah. you have you have no basic stuff too. Well, yeah. no, so I gotta bad. actually. I take the back. I got a ton of that. Um, when we posted the top ten, I did say <laughs> at me if you have a problem with this. I got a lot of <laughs> those. And then I had, you get a lot of ads. <laughs> yeah, and I had a ton of people in my personal DMs. You got like a hundred or two hundred comments or something. Nick, Nick, people <laughs> in the world can't even agree that we should get vaccinated. <laughs> they're, they're definitely not going to agree about hockey stuff well, like people, yeah. like people went to my personal dms and then they were also just commenting on my po like my photos like how bad yeah. my I, was. I, get, I was getting at one point so many people yeah the, like they were commenting <laughs> like drive on my photos and i was really creeped out and i was just like i don't know what this is this is so weird and like everyone that's commented on that is getting notifications. They so did it to one of my pictures. I went private so fast, <laughs> and I was like, "Nope, like this is not happening." Not a thing. Yeah, that was smart. I should have done that. <laughs> Alrighty, boys. Thanks for joining us this week, Nick. It's always yeah. a pleasure to have you. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll see thanks, you guys. next week, guys. You guys want to see me again? Let them know. Yes, let us know. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.